Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. Hey, that's us. Welcome to Motorsports Madness, presented by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Uh, and we are gathered around the WSIC studio in Statesville, North Carolina. My name is Tom Baker. I am joined in the studio by our producer, James Mellick, and we're going to restrict James' uh, talking duties tonight uh, by about 98% because, well, he's got uh, laryngitis. Yeah, it doesn't sound real good right now, does it? No, it just, uh, yeah, sounds like uh, you need a little rest over there. So we'll let uh, we'll let James focus on punching buttons, and we've got a full studio around him. So to pick up the slack, Randy Miller is with us. Randy co-hosts the, it's actually his show, The Inside Pass, on Tuesday mornings at 11 a.m. Uh, right here at WSIC Studio. To my right in the studio is a young driver who is getting his opportunity to go ARCA racing this year and that is ryan repco and we're glad to have ryan in studio and uh he's got nick moncher the uh, pr boffin from venturini motorsports uh and uh so we're good we might get nick on later too it depends we were uh talking maple syrup before the show started so we might let nick uh nick get on and and talk about maple syrup for a while Anyways, we've got a full show. We've got uh, lots to cover here. Jesse Love is going to join us at 8 um, in our second hour. Jesse, California racer who just uh, ha- it has been announced, will race for um, the West Coast equivalent of Venturini Motorsports, and uh, that would be Bill McAnally racing. Um, Jesse's going to run the Arca Menards West Series and I think some showdown races as well for them. And uh, he's got some cool open wheel stuff going on again this year, too. So we'll let him tell us about that uh, as we get into the second half of the show when he joins us. He's actually in Tulsa right now at the Chili Bowl. Um, and he's working for Keith Coons Motorsports, if that uh, tells you anything about what his plans are for this year. Okay, we're going to step aside. When we come back, we officially open the show. We'll start uh, chatting with Ryan Repko. We've got Motorsports Madness presented by MyComputerCareer.edu. Be right back. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. 
Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness as we kick off another show on Thursday as we record this live on Thursday evening. Of course, it's Chili Bowl week, so we know that uh, probably a, a, a portion of our audience is uh, tuned into the Chili Bowl. That's where... The usual host of this show, Jacob Seelman, is he's out uh, covering the Chili Bowl for Speed Sport and SprintCarMidget.com. And uh, so Jacob will be back, I believe, in the studio next week. So you've got me, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, and also Ryan Repko with us uh, and James Mellick handling production as we get the show underway Ryan, first of all, welcome back. It's been a little while. I think um, sometime last summer or maybe the fall we had you on just before we left uh, the Mooresville studio. But um, happy to have you back, and congratulations on a nice opportunity. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's been a little bit since we've talked on here. Um, I was looking forward to it when I found out that uh, you were going to be hosting it. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, it, uh, you've got a, a neat opportunity. How did it come about that you would run five races for Venturini Motorsports this year? Uh, you know, I've just been running a lot of late model races the past year. And if you look, um, I've won a pretty good percentage of those. I don't really run that many races a year consistently. It's usually about, you know, 12 to 15. And then I end up winning about three or four of them. But, um, I got the opportunity through Toyota and then Venturini. I had the seat open with Chandler only being eligible to run uh, the races he was able to with his age. So um, they chose me to try to chase the owner's points um, with Chandler, and then Corey's going to be running the dirt race. So um, between us three, we're going to try to get it back-to-back for the 20 car. You're, what, 20 years old? I am, so it matches my age. There you you're, go. There you it go. was just There's, meant to be. What's, <laughs> in, what's in a number, Randy? And you're the veteran of the, of the squad for the 20 car. Now that you mention it, I am. 
Yeah. <laughs> Chandler's run way more races than you, but you're the veteran. By, by age. age. Yeah, yeah, by age. It's kind of <laughs> funny how that works out I don't think I remember though. being 20, to be honest. I know I'm not that far off. And that, I still that don't much remember beer, being huh? <laughs> I, I, either, at I would either confirm or deny that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, you, you definitely, uh, you start at Daytona. Now, mm-hmm. um, you tested uh, at Daytona this past weekend. How did that go? I thought it went pretty well. Um, Venerini cars were, I think, four, five, and six on the speed charts, which is really good. I mean, it just it, that place, it just depends on, you know, gusts of wind at the test at that. So, But, you know, the Venerini cars are always really fast. I think they get the pole just about every year, and then they're always in contention to win. So, I mean you really can't have a better organization than that. And with teammates, it really helps a lot there with the draft and stuff like that. Now, did all of you get turns in the car? Uh, you're talking about Chandler and I? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah well, so yeah. so the first day Chandler ran, and um, he did really well. Um, got up to speed really fast. He's a really good driver, obviously. Um, you know, another Toyota driver. But um, And then I ran the following day. Um, and that was when we started drafting as a team and um, all that. And it was, a, it was a good test. I think it was really productive, and um, we had a great day. Well, it sounds like it was a great day. What's it like to run at Daytona? It's really fast. It's a lot bumpier than um, I remembered. Um, you know, practicing on the sim and all that, you know, it's a lot smoother. So it, um, <laughs> I got out there, I was like, whoa, we're, we're actually getting it here. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, that was one thing I noticed right off the bat. And then I also noticed it's a lot easier on iRacing to get close to the wall on your outlap than it is in real life because you don't realize, you know, you're going a lot faster in real life. But, um, I mean, overall it was a really good day. I think um, we learned a lot for the race, and we should show up and have a lot of speed. You know, it's it's interesting that you mentioned the iRacing thing because the, the whole hot topic over the last oh, week. Oh, yeah, Twitter was huge, blowing up. Yeah, this huge Twitter, <laughs> you know, <laughs> blow up between iRacers and, and the lower, the lower uh, series teams. What's your take on it? I mean, you 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 race iRacing. You just mentioned how much iRacing has helped you at you know at that level. So, what's your take on the whole? So here's controversy? how I look at it. Uh, to me, they're two completely different things. Like, you see a lot of kind of the guys that have been in racing a long time trying saying that people are saying that it's the same. And I mean, to me, they're two completely different things. Mm-hmm. You know, you have sports and esports. I guess is how you'd put right. it. And I just feel like it's a tool, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, nothing will replace going out there and running the car and actually feeling the sensation. But you can get pretty close to it with Mm -hmm. the technology we have today. But I'm not going to be able to do the same things in real life that I do on iRacing because, you know, you're actually doing it in real life. Like, for example, like I brought up being close to the wall, it's... Mm -hmm your instincts will tell you to get away from right. it in real life because all the palm trees down the back straight away are flying by <laughs> and you know it's like i don't want to be in there and you know you're bouncing <laughs> and it's just you know it's like okay um but he's t- looking for that reset button in the car going where's it at where's it at yeah exactly <laughs> and you know on iRacing you don't you're not having a good run you know right. you're poor sport and running the wall you know like yeah you can't do that in real life well <laughs> the th- the way i look at it is iRacing gives you the mental picture of running a track. It's the mental training. Exactly. You know, I tell people all the time, you can learn to drive a track on Mm iRacing. As you say, you won't pick up the little, you know, the bumps or the little physical factors that you have to get from the the real seat. 
but you can learn the line, you can learn the tendencies, you can learn um, enough so that you go there and it shortens your learning curve on the track itself, I would think. Exactly. I mean, it's all laser scans, so the tracks yeah. are all the same size, the car's the same size. So, I mean, every week before the Martinsville late model race, I would hop on there and I would pick out the late model stock and get on the track and run laps to try to, you know, just figure it out. And then you get there and you adjust your rift points by about, you know, 100 feet, give or take, and then you're good, right? But yeah. it's better than nothing rather than showing up and not seeing the track at all. Well, you know, the the, the real racer thing kind of kills me because, you know, it's always, well, it isn't real racing. Well, it's simulation. It's the same thing as flight simulation. Well, that's what, what I'm you saying know? is they're two completely different <laughs> right. things. Like you're not calling, you know, there are professional levels of RC car racing, you know what Correct. I mean? But nobody's trying to say that's, yeah. that is <laughs> yeah, that I used is to race RC cars, I, get, I know. Nobody's saying that's running a I cup car. I was not car. one of them. I was a professional Hot Wheels racer, so, yeah. I mean. There you me go. Too, <laughs> yeah. Me too, I excelled at that. It got me to RC cars, and I was good in, in the building. But you get me outside of the building and run against the best of the region or whatever, and it just, there's this other levels. But, yeah, I understand what you're saying, and that's actually a great way to look at it. There are, there are real racers who, who, who wouldn't be worth a hoot on iRacing because it's the same thing as going to a new division on a real racetrack. You, you try to come in and iRace against somebody who's done it for years, and it's a whole different level than what, where you're at. I mean, it's, you know, you can't bring real racing skills into iRacing any quicker than you can bring. I, I'm a drummer. And remember when they used to have GarageBand? Mm-hmm. Yep. See, being a real drummer is actually a penalty on GarageBand. If you try to play it the way it's really supposed to be played, you, you fail. Yeah, I completely so, get that. Because yeah. on iRacing, you know, if I try to run like the Fixed League or something like that, I am slow. Like, yeah. I am so bad. <laughs> like, it's not even funny. Because I'm just not used to that style yeah. of handling because it's just not the same. You know what I mean? But if yep. I can have the chance to tweak on it, then I can kind of make it somewhat what yeah. I'm used to yep. feeling. Yep. It's a, it's a, it's a good point. It's, it's, I, there's a great value to our racing in terms of learning the mental side of the sport. You've got to get into the car, obviously to get the rest of it. And no, you're not going from I racing cup level to, um, real cup level. That's yeah. not how the deal works, but you can go get in the late bottle and, and, you know, and at least understand the racetrack and the line a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like, you know, there's professional levels of each thing and sure. I just don't feel like it's it's not the same thing and i don't think anybody's really trying to say it is except people that are fighting on twitter well and i think the <laughs> argument on twitter was that here we are these real racers and you got all these you know i racers that race computers and they're having this big media day and getting sponsors and hanging out with all these people yeah. and we're not and it's yeah like, but you well, know you know good for <laughs> yeah. them you know right. they're excelling at the it's top like, of their what their sport I, their e-sport you know what i mean wine. i'm pretty it's, sure they didn't you know. start i racing to hang out with denny hamlin on lake norman though I mean, i'm pretty sure they started i racing to you know yeah make a make a <laughs> exactly because it's fun they're sp- in their spare time and just ended right. up they became good at what they yeah. do i mean so. i just i feel like it's just all a little bit uh it was all a little bit overdone and everybody got really excited over nothing to be honest yeah. I mean, it's it's an e-sport media day it's very popular it's growing in popularity yes sponsors are going to want to be a part of it it's a mm-hmm. new market mm-hmm. it's over a million people on the iRacing service that's a big deal to a sponsor. Get it all the time. Exactly. We're going to talk more with uh, Ryan when we come back around the turn. You are listening to Motorsports Madness, presented by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. We will be right back. 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke located on Route 1 or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back, now that we're all awake. Huh. Reed's always uh, really peppy. I was he, thinking uh, the exact same thing. Yeah, anything Reed, anything Reed does or voices or anything like that, he's always really peppy. He makes you want to say hi back. He's yeah. like he's right here in the room <laughs> with us like, every time that hey. comes on. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, presented by MyComputerCareer.edu. We are gathered around talking to Ryan Repko, who's going to be a part of the Venturini Motorsports family 
for this year. Now, this is your first, these are your first ARCA races, right? Or have you run ARCA before? No, I actually made two starts for Mason Mitchell Motorsports. That's one right. In, yep. I forgot. I should have remembered that. One yeah, in 2000, Mason. One in 2017 at Madison, That's and then right. another one at Nashville in 2018. Yeah. And then I'd actually been to Daytona before to test with him, but I'd, I've never actually run the race there. So okay. this will be my first super speedway race coming oh, up wow. here in the next few weeks. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> so you've been on the track before. So when you went to test last weekend, it wasn't a new experience. No, that's why I said it was a little bit bumpier than I remembered. Oh, so okay. it was, um, I, I think it's gotten bumpier at least, or at least I didn't remember it being quite like that. <laughs> I mean, you definitely felt the speed without a doubt. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Um, okay, for those in our audience, because we got a worldwide audience for this show, for those in our audience who may be new to the show or new since you've been on, give us a minute or so of your background in the sport. How did you start racing and why did you start racing? Well, I mean, when I was five years old, I mean, I enjoyed racing go-karts and stuff at, you know, your little pay $5 and run some junk Briggs Motor, you know, go-kart. And um, I did a lot of that. Yeah, and then um, I, I started watching races with my grandpa, and I started thinking, you know, that's really cool. That's what I want to do, right? And then fast forward to the age of 10, you know, my dad got a job offer in Charlotte, and we, we moved up here, and, you know, then you're surrounded by it. It's just everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you can't go anywhere without seeing some NASCAR stuff. But um, we got a quarter midget at age 10, and, you know, the first year, it was a learning experience and all that. But then once we... Um, got going, got our program going, got some new cars, stuff like that. We started winning a lot of races, and by the time it was over with, over the course of five years, I won 20 championships and 115 races. So wow. we, were, we were pretty good down here. And um, then we made the jump to limited late models, where I think I had about 20 starts in those and won a race and um, up at Motor Mile, which is against some pretty good competition, I would say, at the age of 15. So that's pretty young to be doing that. Of course, nowadays you got 15 year olds winning K and N races, which is huge. But, um, you know, that was big for me at the time, but, um, then made the jump to late mile stocks and, um, I've won races like the throwback 276. That was a huge one last year. Yeah. Bobby Isaac Memorial. Um, and then a lot of, um, races against former national champions and people like that, you know? So, um, and then, you know, a couple of, um, Arca stars, three Xfinity starts, and uh, now we're here. I want to go back to quarters for a second. Who is in your class, so to speak? Because it seems like everybody comes on the show that came out of quarter midgets. Well, I raced with Ryan Blaney in this one and that one, or I raced with so-and-so. Who is in your class of quarter midget racers that's now uh, gone on to bigger and better things? Well, on the national side of things, I would say Carson Hosevar was definitely a threat every race we went to. Um, Chandler was there for a little while. Um, First year I ran him, and then he moved up. But he was really good at the time. then who else? We got Zeb Wise, who's now racing midgets yes. now. He he was racing them. He was always really good. Um, Todd Gillum was um, in a division above me. He he was racing those. Um, gosh, I mean, we could probably list them all day. I mean, they were racing somewhere, somewhere. I mean, they race all over the country. Right. You know. Yep. Quarter midgets are a, a great learning car. I think it yeah. teaches you reflexes. First of all, I mean, you guys run on tracks that are about the size of a teacup. Yeah, they're pretty tight. Like a lot <laughs> like of the places are. That's a that's a big track. They're yeah. like some of them are smaller like a than twentieth of a mile. I think um, if I'm remembering correctly, Kalamazoo, you run like four second lap times or something like that. I never Probably. personally raced there, but it was something insane. I know the one up at Salisbury. Um, you'd run anywhere from I don't know five eighties to six point threes or something like it's that. Amazing. I think I mean you feel like you're flying. I worked with the Mike Ryan Quarter Midget Club in Syracuse, New York, for about 13 I raced years. There. Did you race there? I raced See, there one was, time. that was a tenth mm-hmm. mile. 
Yep. And everybody said that was a super speedway for quarter midgets. It was. It was this place was huge. <laughs> just like, wow, really? Because I hadn't seen any other quarter midget tracks at that time. And then when I finally got here and went to, to uh, NCQMA in Salisbury, it was just like, really? Little time like, thing, this right? This is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are we going to do this? But it, that's why I said it teaches you great reflexes because, I oh, mean, yeah. things happen quick. Oh, yeah, and you, you got to be smooth, too, because the yeah. cars don't have that much motor. So you just, you know, you're in there holding the wheel as straight and steady as you can i mean it's um, did you hang your head way out of the car no i didn't that's dangerous yeah, good yeah i agree <laughs> i never understood that well no. it, uh, the crew chief would say well it's hard to make them handle if you don't lean out i'm like in the heavier divisions i could see the argument but at the same time i feel like it's kind of a safety hazard well not only is it dangerous but i feel like if if you're tipped way over sideways the things that you take in, the way you see things visually is completely different. But if you race like that every weekend, then I mean, I guess you get I guess, used to but it. then when you get to your next car and you're straight up, it's like your mind is going, wait, what? You know, you have to adjust all over again. I just feel like that's really weird to, to drive like that. But um, quarter midgets are a, a, a great... Uh, uh, a great breed of car and a, and a great type of racing, though. Very competitive to watch. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, the national races, they're as hard as any to win. I mean, yep. you'll have, like, I don't know, 60 to 80 cars in a division race you're racing against. And they're all, a lot of them are quality cars from all over the country. Like, you're not, it's not like one of those deals where five have a chance to win. It's, you know, they're yeah. competitive cars. What's crazy is that you you guys all had like have like three or four or five different cars like mm -hmm. one car for every class you're running yeah i had three <laughs> three yeah and yep. it's like back and forth back and forth it just it's insane trying to crew chief a quarter midget operation for a weekend especially to well, maybe you like need to get national. regis repco on the show to yeah. talk about it <laughs> I bet. Yeah. he'll tell every parent in america to run away from quarter, from quarter midget, yeah, because it's so much work. <laughs> well, yeah, but dirt go karting is the same, and probably the two cycle stuff. Well, all because racing it's is still the multiple classes in a in a weekend kind of thing. Well, see, here's the thing: if you want to race, it's there, you don't have to put a ton of effort in. If you want to win, it's going to take yeah. everything you've got. Yeah, no? there was a kid. We run about twenty two classes a day at at uh, the National Intercart Championship in Batesville. Every year on Thanksgiving weekend. And there was a there was a racer who I think it was two years ago, he was running, I think, fifteen out of twenty two classes each day. That's incredible. It's just like Get me that schedule. How do you do that? <laughs> you know? Mm. And and the deal was if he if he'd get a lap down or he would get stuck in the back, he'd just pull off. Oh, you might as well. He'd have twelve other races to run like a <laughs> oh day. You know, we'll get pull ready that one for away. the next race. We yeah. Well just yeah. yeah. It's it's crazy stuff. But but it's great training though for when you get to this level because you know, you've had to, it's so much, racing is so much a mental sport, right? And mm -hmm. so it really teaches you to think about, you know, what's going on. And you get, you get up into the late models, you only got one car to race. It's yep. like, wow, what do I do with all this free time in the middle of the day? <laughs> yeah. And it's really frustrating <laughs> if that one race doesn't go right. Yeah, really. You don't have 10 other chances. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think about that. True. That's a good point. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's true. Well, you've, you've done really well with the late models. What, what are you, especially the last couple of years, you've, you've really come on strong. What's the secret? Um, getting a lot of laps at a lot of different places and, um, getting a lot of experience in the cars. Um, a lot of the races that I ended up winning were really long races. So I was kind of able to play some tire games now, smart people. And that's just something that you learn over time. I mean, a lot of tracks are getting to where they only run 50 lap races, but um, I've always liked the really long ones just because um, you have to play some strategy. You know what I mean? 
Um, and, and it takes some experience knowing that. And me having raced in late models a really long time, I, I kind of got that figured out towards the end. Patience is a big thing in the oh, it is. model races. And it's something that a lot of drivers at that level mm-hmm. just don't have. Yep. Oh, you're telling me. <laughs> they want to go to the front and run 200 time trial laps. And it's like they run 20 time trial laps out front and you start seeing all of a sudden second place is getting closer and closer. And it's like, well, the tires are gone. You know, yeah, you just yeah. burned up That's your exactly stuff. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a, it's a, it's a mental uh, being something both of us race. And so we both know what it's like too to go out there and, you know, want to. There's people that want to win the race in the first lap, and then there's other people that are like, I'm just going to hang back and wait till all the idiots get off the track, and then I'll go up there and win the race because it's, you know, you know, it's going to happen at some yep. point. So, yeah, yeah, it's going to stay out of trouble. I remember Daniel Hemmerich when he was racing late models, he used to, it, it, even if he got a lap down, it didn't bother him. He just always mm-hmm. knew that if it was early in the race, okay, well, I'll find, we'll find a way to make it back up, and then you'd see him fighting for the win at the end of the race. It's just, it's so much about, um, car and tire management in, in those longer, mm-hmm. like the touring series races that they run now. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's only probably like two tracks in the southeast that are actually repaved. So all of these racetracks are really worn yes. out. And they're like cheese graters on yes, your tires. Exactly. Just, they will wear mm-hmm. them out. So, I mean, you just got to be steady with the throttle. Oh, that's the worst one. <laughs> that's the worst. I, don't talk about that track. I don't run good there. <laughs> I got the pole once, and that's about as much promise as I ever showed there. You slow down about two <laughs> seconds or two and a half seconds of fall off for in, in over the course of a tire run. From brand new tire to the end of the you know whatever the stage oh, or it's insane. You know, half of the race, it it it's it's unbelievable how much the tires fall off there. But but again, that just makes it a challenge to be yeah. able to you know to keep your stuff underneath you enough to save it for the end. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like Hickory is probably one of the best race tracks in the country for the especially for the cars tour, just because yeah. there's always a good race there because. The, the veterans will lag back and ride. And at the end, you'll have like a two-wide race for the win. You, you genuinely don't know yep. who's going to win at the end. No. Hickory is, it, it's always a crash fest because you've always, it, it's such close quarters. I mean, you yeah. just can't avoid it. If somebody spins, there's going to be three yeah, cars. Yeah, it's a tight racetrack. But, you know, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun to, to, to go watch races at those tracks and to watch you guys run. Okay, we've got about uh, 50 seconds left, but I want to hit you with a question here that we can actually continue into the next segment if we need to. But it, you, you ran some Xfinity starts with JD Motorsports. Mm-hmm. What was it like to run the Xfinity Series? It was a dream come true. It was something I dreamed of um, since I was a little kid. How did how did that start in about thirty seconds? I don't think we can get into it in thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then we'll get into it in yeah. the next segment then, because uh, I really want to get I really want to know how that came together and you know for for a young driver like yourself to be able to go race in the Xfinity Series at your age is mm-hmm. a pretty remarkable opportunity. I mean, you were one step away from the big dance and. Uh, Uh, I still think you're about one step away from the big dance. We'll talk more about that later. We're going to continue with Ryan Repko and Jesse Love coming up to Motorsports Madness continues right after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color 
corrected, it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the madness. Presented by mycomputercareer.edu training for a better life. We'll tell you more about them later. Tom Baker and Randy Miller co-hosting. And we've got Ryan Repko as our special guest. Ryan is going to run five races this year with uh, Venturini Motorsports. And uh, Nick Muncher, the PR director for the team, is in the studio as well. It's great to have a PR guy in studio. We don't get too many of the PR guys to actually come to the show. They just no. send the driver up. No. So it's good to good to have an, an engaging PR guy for a change. And James Mellick is quietly uh, producing the show tonight. He's <laughs> usually on mic a lot more, but um, got a little bit of uh, laryngitis tonight. So we're giving James a break, and we're just chatting about uh, racing. And I started to ask you at the end of the last segment, Ryan, how did the Xfinity Series opportunity come up for you with jd motorsports because that's pretty special to do that at uh 19 years old oh without a doubt you don't see very many um younger people getting the opportunity at, or at least at that age to run xfinity but um 
we're friends with a guy named J.R. Longley who um, was aware that they had three races open, and he, he felt like it would be a good opportunity for me to go and have the experience to run on those tracks and in the Xfinity Series. And um, I think I finished probably 22nd at Iowa, 22nd at or 25th at the next Iowa, and then 19th at Richmond. Richmond was my favorite one just because I was able to play some tire games and stuff like that, kind of like what I'm used to at Hickory. Oh, there you go. Maybe you can teach Justin Haley about Richmond. Remember, remember Justin last year? I think he's, he's still trying to get out of that, too. He posts on his, on his Instagram account. Yeah. He, he said a, submitted a, a form to ask for the weekend off from college racing. Said, oh, you put Kaz Growler in the car. He's better than I am at He Richmond. wanted to take PTO time for that weekend. Yeah. Put Kaz in the car because he didn't want to run Richmond. He didn't like Richmond. <laughs> I'll run it. I love Richmond. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, th- I, I think he'll be happy to run it this year. He's running for a championship. But um, so – Talk about what it was like to, to race at the Xfinity level because, I mean, whether you've got the Cup guys in there or not, you're racing on the same weekend and you're one step below. It's basically triple A. Yeah, I mean, it's really cool. I mean, you know, me being a late model guy, I'm used to the uh, driver's meetings being just like in the tech shed, you know, yeah. and they're explaining the rules. They had like full blown presentations, and that was kind of when it full when really? it like hits you in the face, like we're doing something big here. You know what I mean? Like PowerPoint kind of stuff. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> so they had a full blown like intro video for us at Richmond, oh, wow. and we were sitting in like this almost like a mini concert deal with like chairs and a stage, and it was like. Okay, I mean, you yeah. know, <laughs> like a pop-up amphitheater. Yeah, we don't thing. we don't have this at the local short track level. Yeah, you know? It's not. <laughs> but um, I mean, the racing itself was a lot of fun. I mean, those cars—they actually, believe it or not, drive a lot like late mile stocks. Just a really? lot, just a lot more grounded, and you can feel the horsepower a little bit more. But it evens out with the track being bigger. But believe it or not, they're fairly similar. Is that because of the package that they have? I mean, compare the Xfinity car to an ARCA car. I mean, I know you haven't run a whole bunch of market, but you've run a few. Pretty similar, to be completely honest. I mean, actually, yeah, I would say all three are pretty similar, actually. It's just the late model is a lot lighter and turns a lot more. But um, the Arc- actually, the ARCA car is probably a little bit closer, to be completely honest with you, as far as the handling. Um, you notice wheel spin a lot more in the ARCA car, but that could just be because of where I've raced, because they were really small tracks, where Iowa and Richmond are, you know, a little bit bigger. Um, so, I mean, they're actually fairly similar. Iowa's fun, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You can I mean, run anywhere. you got like five grooves. Yeah. Just basically pick where the car works well. That's got to be a much, in, in one sense, it's got to be a lot more relaxing for from a driving point of view because you don't have to fight the car so much. You can find a place to make the car work, right? Or no? Um, I was going to say not really because you're trying to figure out the best place and you don't really... You you don't know if you're missing out on something, and you're constantly oh, trying to so, move. Yeah, it's yeah, kind so of the opposite. There's more for me to think about yeah. versus a one groove where this is the one and only place where we can run on the racetrack, okay. and you know, but it, it creates better racing. I mean, you want to see a multi groove track. You don't want to see a one groove track. You want to see side by side racing for the win. What's your favorite track? My favorite track ever. That you've run, yeah. Hickory. Hickory. Yep. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. How about in the. Uh, it, it, like in the the bigger series of the bigger tracks you run, so Xfinity or ARCA because they're completely are. different. They're okay. There's give a, us give us both. Well, Richmond definitely for the Xfinity deal, and then I really liked Madison, Wisconsin, in the ARCA series. That's a cool track. What is it about Madison though that that you happen to like over? It's a big hickory. 
<laughs> Everything comes back to Hickory. It's pretty simple answer. I, 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 wonder, I wonder if Kevin's listening from Hickory. It's like, if you're listening, How you doing, Kevin? send this kid a check, will you? For <laughs> goodness sake, he's giving you a whole bunch of free publicity. Put him on the billboards in Hickory. Yeah. Yeah, we need a Repco billboard up there. Yeah, for real. Um, do you have a GoFundMe? Maybe you can contribute to that for a sixth race or something. <laughs> but uh, that's that's a Hickory is. I think Hickory is a driver's track. It is. That's the way that I that I look at of it. Of course, and, I'm going to say that I've won there like three or four times. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is it about that track that you just that did you just hit on something, or is there something specifically about the way that track is shaped that you liked? Well, if we're looking at it from a driver's perspective, the turns are completely different. The first one's actually a little bit more narrow, yep. and the second one's really, or three and four, is actually really wide and sweeping. So you really, you almost got to get in a rhythm there to where you're doing the same thing every single lap. And you cannot, cannot under any circumstance let the right rear slip out because after that you're done just because it's so worn out that it will just shred the good yeah. off the tire. Yep. But our program there really got good when Travis Bird started working at Reynolds Racing Chassis. And we... um. We, he brought his knowledge over there from racing there many years, and um, after that, we won a bunch of races. They're big ones at that. Uh, the Bobby Isaac and then the yep. the throwback race. I mean, everybody watches the throwback race. That that race, they're parked all the way to Tractor Supply to get in. Yeah, they sell un- out. It if, really is incredible. I mean, honestly, if you're going to win a late-model stock race and you can pick any of them, you're probably either going to pick Martinsville or the throwback race. I mean, so it's... It's awesome to be able to say that I've won that. And with Dave Marcus there at that, um, we got to That's honor right. him. That's right. You did the uh, which paint scheme of his. I'm trying to remember. The real tree. real tree. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And he was there. I yeah. love that the Cars Tour jumped on that bandwagon yeah. because that's become a race that's taken on a life of its own, just like the Darlington race does now with the throwbacks. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. And I've actually, I actually talked to Dave Marcus prior to the Daytona test. Okay. Talk to him about it. Now, what did he tell you about running Daytona? Go faster and left? Pretty much. And then also <laughs> pay, you can count the palm trees. And also the pay, yeah, and also pay attention to what's going on because people wreck there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially in the Arca race. Yeah. It can be, it can be a little bit busy. Uh, sure. Yeah, that's, that's got to be a, a, an, an exciting opportunity for you to go run Arca there. And, and you're, mo- you're running mostly big tracks, right? Oh yeah, for sure. And and see that's not something that I've really done. I've I've raced on Iowa and Richmond last year, but now I'm actually gonna be doing some intermediate racing this year. Which before that I've just done a bunch of late model racing at short tracks and stuff like that. So this is really a huge step for my career to be able to get on the big tracks and gain experience and to be a part of the Venerini team and know that I'm gonna have really fast cars every weekend and learn a lot. Do you know what five races you're racing? I do. Uh Daytona, Talladega, Charlotte, Michigan and Chicago. Wow. Yep. All the really, really fast places. Five very different tracks. Well, if you could yeah. pick five, I mean, <laughs> you'd I don't know if, I, I don't know if those would be the five I would pick personally, but <laughs> I mean. Well, I might, have sh- I might have snuck Bristol in there somewhere. Yeah. I think Bristol would you be You've got to have a short yeah, track. Yeah, that'd be race. cool. Yeah. Bristol would be fun to do. But uh, now you've got five. Do you have a particular sponsor for those five? Uh, we're getting help from Toyota, but um, and I couldn't do it without them. That's I'm going to be a part of the Toyota program this year, so that's oh, that's really exciting. Yeah, for I sure. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I'm very excited. Well, wow, look right here. We well, got it on I the see shirt. that, but yeah, it's <laughs> like I just I didn't realize yeah. you were actually that's because there are mm-hmm. some drivers who race Toyotas who aren't a part of the yeah I understand that program. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's great news for you. Um, so uh, I guess you need sponsorship if you want to run past the five races, though. 
Yes. Yes. So if anybody out there is looking to get involved with racing, this is a great opportunity. There you go. <laughs> See, I, I just wanted to walk you right into that. There you go. Um, I appreciate that. So before we get any farther with the random questions, if someone wanted to talk to you about being involved with you, how would they do that? Well, I mean, you can get in contact with me over any social media. Uh, Which is? Well, that's okay. Um, <laughs> Patience, Tom. He's so, getting there. So on Facebook, there's uh, Ryan Repco. You just plug that in. It'll come right up. Um, my Twitter is at Ryan underscore Repco 14. Got the old late model number in there before we changed it to 71 because of Dave Marcus yeah. and throwback. But um, And one. Yep. And then the my Instagram is at Ryan Repco. Um, Pretty much, if you plug Ryan Repco into anything, it probably should come up. There's not very many of you guys. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a few of them. Just send send him a message and uh, he'll respond. And uh, yeah, or my ask, website. Ask you what contact. your checkbook bank account is, and then he'll tell you how he can spend it. That's kind of yeah. how that works. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we'd love to see you run more than five of the shows. That's that that would be the uh, the cool deal. And and you know you've got two. Really interesting teammates. You've got Chandler Smith, who's had a lot of experience, but then you got Corey Heim coming in, mm -hmm. um, who's kind of brand new to it all. But you know, I'm sure you know Corey from mm -hmm. from late models. So, what can we expect from Corey? Well, he's a really good driver. I mean, he's always competitive in every race he runs, so I feel like he'll probably run pretty good. I don't know how much dirt experience he has, but from what I understand, the track grips up and drives about like a short track. So um, he should run really well there. Um, yeah, he's going to run to coin, right? Yeah, I think that's the that's the idea there. Yeah. See, I love that Ark is continuing to do that because yeah. I was afraid in this whole sort of transition that maybe they would would not keep doing the dirt tracks. But I think I think that's a cool change of pace, much like the truck race at Eldora. Yeah, I mean it's definitely interesting. Um, you know, I feel like the more surfaces you get on it. it kind of provides a variety to the racing to where you know when you get to the end that that is the champion that is the best person to drive an arca car there is you know what i mean because he's mastered it who he or she has mastered it on every surface you know what i mean yeah well and there are a few she's that we know who can run yeah. that pretty good so very true. That's, very true. <laughs> that's what i've always said about the arca series though i feel like that series like, if you come out of there as the champion, you are truly the champion of all genres of racing because they do dirt, they do road courses, super speedways, intermediate, short tracks. Mm -hmm. Like, you can do it all. So if you come out of that as a champion, you have mastered all of the series types. And that's of, what I was trying you know, to say, but I got yeah. a little tongue-tied. No, but that, that's, I mean, you're right, though. I mean, if you're going to win a championship, you the ARCA series, I feel like, would be the one you would want to win, you know, starting out because that would be like, hey, I, I've done it all. I've mastered every type of surface imaginable, so... Mm -hmm. It'd be a really good championship to win. So we know we have five Arca starts. Are there any plans to do anything in the Xfinity Series this year still? or um, Probably not for the Xfinity okay. Series. We've got some other things that could possibly turn into something. But uh, right now we're not ready to talk about that or anything. But um, hopefully it would be good to get experience. Well, yeah, yeah. it'd be great experience. Are you going to run any late model stuff? Don't know. Okay. <laughs> so all we know for sure is five arcs. If, if it were to come up, I would be willing to entertain the idea of racing a late model. Gotcha. Okay. Because I love late models. It's a great form of racing, and they're a blast to drive. Well, yeah, they definitely <laughs> are. Is there a type of racing that you've never done that you would like to do if you could? Well, I think last time I came on this show, I said K&N racing because I hadn't raced in that. But now I'm kind of sort of, I guess you would consider that to be the series since it's kind of turned yeah. into the ARCA series. So um, 
Well, you're kind of hmm. above that. You went. You you kind of dirt midget. You kind racing of skipped looks that. Pretty one cool. Straight to my, yeah. <laughs> my thought would have been the chili bowl. Yeah, that's I said dirt midget yeah. racing. I yeah. feel like that'd yeah. be pretty neat. That would we'll, be we'll throw that in there. Yeah. You, well, that would be. I would feel like you would probably. You might have to sort of recall a little bit from your past, but I would think. I mean, it's just a bigger quarter midget. Mm-hmm. So possibly. You know. Well, I mean, it's the same basic car. Yeah, we'd have to see, though, because if we show up and I'm buried in some lower main, then we'd be like, oh, not quite. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those guys are really good at what the they do. The alphabet soup is uh, <laughs> definitely an uphill climb, that's for sure. That'll happen on Saturday for the Chili Bowl. We're going to carry on with more with Ryan Repco, Jesse Love coming up as well. Motorsports Madness continues right around the corner. Stay with us. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway dot com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way if you own a gun you have a full-time responsibility when you aren't using it be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children troubled teenagers a thief or anyone else who might misuse it your family friends and neighbors are all counting on you remember always lock it up For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. 
Hi, this is Tyler Ingram, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Oh boy, we gotta start leaving the camera and the mic on during the break. I'm telling here. you, we should do Facebook Live during commercial yeah, breaks. Yeah, we need we to we need to. to throw the Facebook Live up during the commercial breaks. Pretty funny stuff. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. We have uh, got just a couple of minutes here, which gives me time to talk about my computer career. My computer career is training for a better life. Here's the deal. Just uh, get right up close to your radio or right up close to your television set if you're watching us on WSIC in Charlotte. And let's talk a little bit about changing careers for a moment. If you are thinking about you're just bored to death or you hate your job, you want to do something, change careers, something fresh, something that can be a little bit more kind of up to date and can carry you, uh, something that's going to grow into and through the roaring 20s here that we're just dipping into now, my computer career might have a good option. IT, you can be an IT specialist in as little as Four months, not even doing it full time, just a few days a week, either online or at one of their seven campuses across the country. Financial aid is available if you qualify, including the GI Bill. And once you are ready to enter the workforce, my computer career works with hundreds of employers to get you placed. This is serious training. And here's the good news. If you're not good at math or science, doesn't matter. It's not rocket science. It's my computer career. And here's how you here's how you can take a look at this for absolutely free. Go to mycomputercareer.edu. Mycomputercareer.edu. They have a free career evaluation test. Take the career eval. If you like what you see, if you think this might be something that could be for you, then it's a great way. I can assure you right now there are 2 million cybersecurity jobs unfilled in this country. And that's only cybersecurity. You can do way more with an IT uh, certificate or IT training than cybersecurity. But you got 2 million jobs just in that part of the industry alone. So my computer career could be a great way to revive your career. Or if you're just looking for a first career, you're coming out of high school or college or out of uh, the armed forces, maybe you're you're just looking to get things started. Great way to do it. Mycomputercareer.edu. It is training for a better life. More with Ryan Repko. We've got Jesse Love coming up as well. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. 
Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes on Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness on what is actually a pretty busy Thursday night, uh, both in the studio here, but also with regard to things outside of the show. Because as we record this, uh, the Chili Bowl is going on. The Thursday night uh, qualifier night is happening. We've got one more tomorrow night on Friday, and then all the alphabet soup on Saturday leading to the A-Main on Saturday night. Um, just uh, if you don't know what the Chili Bowl is. Uh, it's not food. It, yeah, it's not food. We're talking a serious race with about uh, 350 entries that they whittle down to 24 to start the A-Main on Saturday night. Ryan Repko in the studio with us. He's running ARCA for uh, Venturini Motorsports this year. Um Think about that one. Of course, you you did a lot of quarter midget racing, but I don't think any of your quarter midget classes ever had quite 350 entries, did they? I think maybe overall we would have yeah. like 400 cars out of yeah. everything. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that's an insane race. I was going to say, if you've never heard of the Chili Bowl, then you need to fire up YouTube right now and just watch some of those races. Yeah. It's insane racing. Those guys really go for it. And um, I think think they'll have it on tv right this year again saturday night yeah definitely yeah. worth um, watching you can watch the qualifier nights um chilibowl.com and and that'll have all the information on the pay-per-view um it's worth it i mean it's just a whole lot of fun i don't know where the flip count is i lost track uh but 37 i believe is what we are now oh really only 37 yeah. going yeah, it's, into not, the night? it's not too bad right now no. Well, I, I'm in a pool, and I had 61, so that sounds like I might end up being right. With well, a couple more halfway. days in alphabet soup, yeah, we may not get to 70 this year. Let's hope, anyway. Uh, but, Ryan, I know that uh, you've, you've run some pretty big races in your life, but when you think about a race like the Chili Bowl and starting with 350 entries, that's so much about luck of the draw and just sort of mm-hmm. timing and circumstance and staying out of everybody's messes. But I've got to believe, as you said earlier, for a driver, that's a bucket list race for sure. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, 
you were talking about it requires a lot of luck, and what came to mind for me was our Martinsville race and late models because yeah. there are a lot of really good race car drivers that have not won that race, that win all Absolutely. the time in late models yep. but haven't won there. And it just requires just everything falling in the right place. Yep. I mean, you got to have a lot of skill, but you also got to have a lot of luck, too. And if you don't have luck, then you, you can't win it. That is absolutely right. Martinsville is about speed to a point, but uh, you got to have a lot of luck as well. Okay, uh, Jesse Love going to be joining us shortly. Ryan Rupko staying with us. Back with more in a moment. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Still 
haven't heard what Spencer's doing for this year. Oh, I guess he's we'll, being uh, quiet. Yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, we do have some Xfinity news to pass along, though, a little bit later on. So we'll get to that in due course. But first, we are back on Motorsports Madness, presented by MyComputerCareer.edu. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick is our producer. Our guest in studio is Ryan Repko, who continues to hang out. Nick Moncher, the PR for Venturini here with him. And uh, on the Strutmasters.com hotline is one of the drivers from the West Coast who is going to be also stepping into the ARCA series, only for this driver, it will be the ARCA West series, the ARCA Menards West series. Uh, Jesse Love is with us, and Jesse is coming to us live from Tulsa, Oklahoma, where they're running that uh, tiny little chili bowl deal that's uh, going on out there. Jesse, welcome back to the program. It's good to have you back on. Hope you uh, and your family had a very happy new year. Yeah, thank you so much. We definitely did. We, have a, we had a very uh, awesome holidays. Got to do a lot of fun stuff with my friends and family uh, that I normally don't get to see very often. So, yeah, man, uh, the Tulsa, uh, Tulsa shootout was a few weeks ago, so uh, missed that. So I thought I had to come down here and watch the Chili Bowl race. And it's uh, been a great show so far. And obviously, it's one of the you know greatest race events in uh, America. So um, I always love coming here and hanging out with the KKM crew. Uh, they're kicking butt so far, and hopefully we can keep that streak going into Saturday. Yeah, big surprise. KKM is kicking butt at the Chili Bowl. Not exactly headline news. We expect that now because they're that doggone good. Um, and I know that you're hoping to be there next year in a driver's uniform, but you're not this year. However, I guess we can say to start with, since you mentioned KKM, you're going to be back uh, with um, KKM in the midget this year to run, uh, I guess, what, a mix of Power I and USAC races, basically? Yeah, exactly. So, obviously, with the ARCA West stuff and Flex East stuff that I'm running, um, we, you know, you would think that, okay, I won't be able to run as many midget races as I did last year, being that there's a lot more ARCA races than there are Super Late Mall Tour races. But, um, thankfully, um, thank you to Keith Coons and Pete Willoughby for allowing me for this opportunity We've been able to pick from the USAC pot and the Power Eye pot, and it's just a lot more races to choose from. So I'm really looking forward to uh, developing myself even further and being able to run in the USAC uh, division. And, you know, obviously, as, you know, everybody knows, all those guys are really good. So I know I can learn a lot and um, hopefully have a really, you know, strong season, rookie season, and uh, hopefully do really well. And I can't thank KKM and Pete Willoughby enough for giving me the opportunity in the first place. Well, uh, it should be fun to watch you in your second year running in that. But uh, even bigger news, perhaps, is that you've taken a step up on the payment side. You did run the SRL Southwest Tour in the Super Late Models last year for Nate Clower Motorsports. Uh, now you move up and run the ARCA uh, Arco Menards West Series. I'm still trying to get used to the change in that moniker from K&N West. The Arco Menards West Series. Uh, and you're driving for Bill McAnally Racing, which I would argue is the West Coast equivalent of Venturini Racing, of which we have a couple of folks sitting in our studio here with Ryan Recco and Nick Moncher. Uh, what an opportunity for you to go and, and get your feet wet in the full-size heavy stock cars running with BMR. Yeah, so first off, I want to thank everybody at BMR and Bill McAnally Racing, as, as well as uh, Toyota Racing Development for giving me the opportunity in the first place, as well as Napa Auto Parts. Um, you know, I just can't thank them all enough. Um, and, of course, the good Lord above, he's, he's, uh, it's just, I'm super grateful at the end of the day. And, 
Uh, without them, I wouldn't be in the situation I, situation I am in. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward uh, to getting my feet wet in the Arca Series this year. And, obviously, starting out in the West Series is going to be a good move. And um, I'm really looking forward to running uh, with a really strong team as well as mixing in some East races here and there. Well, you've, you've tested uh, a couple of times in an ARCA car. What is your impression of the car as a whole compared to the super late model that uh, you're used to racing out West with uh, the SRL tour? Yeah, so the, my first impressions really were just how, how much uh, longer everything takes to happen. Um, the, the K&N cars, or the ARC cars, sorry, um, are a lot heavier and a lot lazier with everything they do. Um, you have to be a little bit more uh, conservative with how you drive them, only because they have more horsepower, and it's a little bit harder to save um, the car with the radial tires that are on the race car. So, um, you know, I've, just, I've been having a lot of fun. I actually really enjoy running the ARCA car, which is something that I wasn't expecting going into it. Um, you know, you would think, okay, the, the super late model, lots of horsepower, lots of tire, um, and, you know, just a lot of race cars. So, um, but, you know, I will say that I really had a lot of fun testing the ARCA car, and I can't wait to go out there in a pack of uh, really good race car drivers and, and race against them. Should be a lot of fun. I mean, you've, you've had such a diversity of experience for a 15-year-old racer. I mean, running late models, running midgets, running sprint cars, full, you know, 360s, 410s. Um, you know, the, you've had a ton of experience. What's it been like for you this I mean, you ran over 100 races last year, I think, or close to it anyway. I know you had some rainouts mixed in there, but um, what was it like just going from all of the, one car to the other in so many different kinds of cars? What did, how did you prepare for all that and kind of keep your, keep your head on straight as to which car you were actually driving? Yeah, you know, it's kind of like a zookeeper. You know, you're, you're, you're dealing with a different animal every single day. Uh, <laughs> so it took a lot of, okay. yeah. It, it took a lot of work and a lot of uh, and a lot of you know good headspace every single week and a lot of testing, a lot of practice uh, to get myself to the point where I can be competitive in every single thing I run. So um, you know I'm I'm still working on on being able to be as as, as diverse of a driver as I can, um, and I'm really looking forward to uh, taking more steps next year, being able to run more sprint car races, more midget races, and uh, and, and more stock car races as well. Well, you're uh, you're kind of out of the frying pan straight into the fire because you're coming over here to Florida to run speed weeks and you're running a couple of different kind of cars. Uh, talk about that. Yeah. So I'll be running, uh, to start off with, I'll be running, uh, the super late model, uh, the world, the world series, I think I believe it's called with, uh, with, uh, Scott Wimmer. So I'm really looking forward to that and, uh, hopefully learning as much as I can about the racetrack before I get to there, um, in an arc car. So I think that's a really good play um, on Lauren Rainier's and my dad's decision to, to, to have me go out there and run that race and, and get as much seat time in at the New Smyrna Speedway as I can before the Arca Series uh, debut with BMR. So I'm really looking forward to, uh, to having a good run and, uh, and seeing what I can do. You know, Randy, um, he said, I think it was a really good decision for, for Lauren and my dad to have me go around those races. What do you expect he's going to say? Nah, I think I'll pass. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not feeling it. I'm, I'm just going to stay home. Racers want to race. So, uh, yeah, it's a great idea. Obviously, seat time and anything is good. And I know you're going to enjoy the level of competition over here. Okay, let's talk about Chili Bowl for just a second while we have have some time here. What's, what's it like for you to go and be a part of KKM at the Chili Bowl? Well, this is the second year you've been over there 
actually working on the cars and helping with the effort. Um, what is that like? Uh, for you, I know it's got to be on one hand, I want to drive, I want to drive, I want to drive, and that will come hopefully next year. But um, for right now, uh, what's it like to at least be able to be a part of it, and what is the atmosphere like? Yeah, so obviously the atmosphere, the first impression of Chili Bowl as I got here for the second time this year, or in the last two years, um, I was sitting in the stands with my buddy Jason personally, and you know, just watching everybody go out there and do their heat races, which for you know, all intents and purposes, uh, the heat race is pretty much you know what's going to make or break you right. um, for the most part. Uh, so just seeing the intensity and feeling the intensity, which is something that you don't see a lot of race, a lot of races and a lot of race tracks, um, is where you can really feel the intensity in the air. And, and every day it just gets one more tick and one tick higher of intensity um, here at Chilliwell. So um, it, it, you know, I can't thank uh, Keith and Pete enough for allowing me to come out here and check out and check out this organization again and, and, and be and be back with them. So, um, obviously, I really enjoy coming out here, hanging out with the whole KKM crew, and uh, and watch them take home a bunch of golden drillers. Well, you've uh, certainly got a good shot at the A-Main uh, win with uh, a bunch of drivers there, obviously. And I know uh, you're in uh-huh. for quite a big season. You've got some other stuff that we can't really talk about too much yet that you'll probably be doing as well. So uh, very quickly, we got about 15 seconds. Who helps you make it all happen, my friend? Yeah, well, first off, thank you, thank you to you guys for allowing me to be on the show, um, as well as Toyota Racing Development and all they do for me. Uh, Napa Auto Parts uh, for giving me the opportunity to run the K&N or the, Arca, the NASCAR ARCA series this year. That's uh, Jesse Love. Yeah. We'll be back uh, with more after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. 
featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set ya. Hi, this is John Androsik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. There he is. Chandler Smith bringing us back from break. Chandler is going to share the ride in the number 20 for Venturini Motorsports in the Arca Menards series this year with uh, the young man to my right, Ryan Repko. Uh, you're running five races, and I think he's got, what, 12? And then uh, Corey's got one, something like that, right? Is that how it Something works like out? that. Yeah, I, I think, think that's how it's divided. Altogether. <laughs> but um, good opportunity Um I'm sure you and Chandler know each other. Yeah, so we actually knew each other from quarter midgets a little okay. bit. But um, I hadn't talked to him in person in a really long time just because he went the super late model route and I raced late model stocks, so we didn't really run the same races. But I talked to him at Daytona, and he, he's a really cool guy, and he's obviously yeah. a great race car driver, so it'll be good working with him. Yeah, I'm sure the feedback that he can give you is going to help you mm-hmm. big time. Um, mm-hmm. Although a lot of the tracks you're running, I don't think he's run, right, because he isn't old enough to do that. Yeah, so... Um, I think I'll be leaning on Michael Self the most for this. He's a very experienced race car driver who's uh, won a lot of big races, and um, it'll be vital having him as my teammate. Well, Mm -hmm. I would think, yeah, Michael is, and he's a great driver coach to driver Mm -hmm. mentor. Oh, yeah. Um, So that's, uh, that's, it's a great situation for you to come into to be able to Mm -hmm. race for a team like Venturini Um, and, and really an opportunity to show that you can run up front and win races. Mm-hmm. And Daytona is great because it's basically almost anyone can win because of the nature of the way the race goes. Um, you know, and so you have an opportunity as well as anybody to mm-hmm. come out of this with a win in your first start. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're hoping for, at least. Um, Venerini Motorsports is really good at Daytona. They've won a lot of poles, races, all that. So um, it, it's great being a part of their organization. It's going to help a lot having the teammates that I do because we can kind of work together. With the drafting, that's that's vital, just having people that you you know are going to race smart and then um, be there at the end. So um, it's going to be great being a part of Venerini Motorsports. We should find a team-building exercise for him and Michael since they're both going to be in the building on Tuesday for the inside pass. Yeah, it's going to be fun. That's right. <laughs> so we should find some sort of team-building, like, you know, 
I don't know the the catch fall and catch thing or whatever you know. That, what's that? The trust catch. exercise. Yeah, the trust, I guess yeah, that's the trust that fall. Yeah, that's what trust I was fall. thinking. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. should totally do some sort of sure. Yeah, we'll we'll cook up something like that. Uh, for those who don't know, the inside pass is Randy's show and and Shameless I co-host. Yeah, Sorry, and that's okay. That's what we do here, um, and that's on on Tuesday mornings at eleven Eastern, eleven a.m. Mm-hmm. Eastern. Here uh, from the WSIC studio, and you can just uh, you can get that one on WSICFM.com. Uh, if you're outside of the Charlotte region, WSICFM.com live. And then um, if you're here in the Statesville, Charlotte area, um, it's carried on all of WSIC's affiliate uh, stations, 100.7 FM, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and on TV, um, Continuum Cable Channel 4 in the Mooresville-Davidson, Cornelius area, and uh, WSIC Channel 25 in Charlotte. So uh, Inside Pass is the show that happens every Tuesday morning. We have Lee Lap on Monday nights here at 7 o'clock. And then this show, Motorsports Madness, is live on Thursday nights. So there you go. And, uh, oh, by the way, if you miss one of those shows and you want to check them out afterward, just uh, go to your favorite podcast platform and uh, search Race Chaser Radio. Race Chaser Radio, where I'm pretty much all the top podcast platforms. We usually get the show up within 24 hours of uh, the live airing. So there you go. Um, so back to Ryan Repko. Okay, so three things. If you could keep three apps on your phone, only three, which three are you keeping? Mm, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Oh, Facebook's goner. Well, I mean, that's the one I use the least. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. Well, I'm, I guess I shouldn't be surprised because Snapchat's big with you with your age, right? That's yeah, that kind I mean, of bigger that, than some of us uh, use that more than texting, actually. So <laughs> okay. I mean, that's that's kind of vital for being a college age kid. Yeah. Okay, I got mm-hmm. you. I could testify with him on that. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll be having a text message conversation with someone. They'll send me a Snapchat, and the conversation will switch from text messaging. Snapchat yep. that quick. Really? Yep. Wow. Okay. I really need to get with the times. Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't. I don't want to. I'm not. Know. I'm not interested in Snapchat. I'm almost afraid of Snapchat. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, I'm afraid of what I might see on there. Um, okay. Um, what's on the pizza? Oh, uh, just pepperoni. Keep it simple. That's it. Just yeah. pepperoni. Okay. Well, I guess it's better than cheese only. And I like to get it from the road at Alino's. From where? Alino's Pizzeria in Mooresville. There you go. Shameless mm-hmm. plug. Yep. You, that ju- they just went out to a million plus people. So make sure when you go in there to hit them up for sponsorship. They need to go out to a million dollars and sponsor him a six threes. Yeah. They need go. to at least give me a pizza for that. <laughs> right. I, mean, I would on. say, right? <laughs> okay. So you threw in the shameless plug for that. All right. So favorite soft drink, if you have one. What do you drink? What's, what's your favorite thing to drink? Just water. Got to stay healthy. Man. Okay. But that's boring, though. See, I'm doing a fast mm. from soda. Our church did a tw- is doing a twenty one day fast. I mm-hmm. can't like not eat for twenty one days. I would be I wouldn't be able to do these shows. But well, if it um, makes you feel better, I'm on year two or three. So well, there you go. <laughs> I'll take all the help I could get because <laughs> it's uh, about one or two in the afternoon. I I crave that uh, little caffeine pick me up, and mm-hmm. um, I've managed. I haven't uh, haven't cheated yet, but it's uh, it's interesting. To, what day are you on? Day uh, two. Let's see. No, no, oh. it started on the fifth. So oh, okay. uh, day eleven. Ooh, almost yeah. halfway or halfway. Yeah, halfway there. Okay. Day number twenty-two is going to be really cool for you because you'll be walking around <laughs> like an 
eight liter bottle you know, of Mountain I don't, Dew. I don't know if I will, to be honest. I mean, it's almost to the point now where I think I might be able to just get off of it. You know, little, I've got point. I've got some left in my fridge, and it's like I might just drink that and then just call it call it a day. Go get the flavor packets or something and just start. I can't drink water all day. Mm-hmm. It's just that yeah, I need something either. with taste. So mm-hmm. yeah. like lemonade or I've been drinking anything and everything. But okay. Um, favorite music? Uh, probably rap music. Particular artist or group? Not really. Just kind of in general, you know, it's basically whatever's popular. You know what I mean? Like I like that stuff. Okay. It comes this on the radio, is, this would be the I part of the like show it. where Tom's going to pretend like he knows who you were saying if you did say... Your favorite artist? Yeah, well, I, I would know. I'm, I'm <laughs> up on the groups. I just don't listen to a lot of it. Um, okay, favorite movie? Oh, um, probably Talladega Nights. Oh man, he was I, doing so I well. To, no, I have to agree with him on that. It's oh, funny. Love, Gosh, have you ever Nights. seen Stroker Ace? No, I haven't. So see, they, that might have been if Stroker Ace is it. the is no. is the real Stroker Ace and Six Pack. Are the 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 two real racing movies? Talladega Nights was just silly. It was I, funny I just, though. I, I see. I, I don't know. You gotta I, laugh at I, it. I just don't I, get. I laughed more at the bloopers at the end than I did at the movie. Uh, I don't know. I'm just. I, it must. Maybe I'm just too old to appreciate that humor. I just thought it. It gave a very you know silly impression of where well, you're sport. looking at it as a serious perspective if you look at it as this does not portray racing and it's I funny guess. then it's better i guess yeah mm-hmm. i guess that would be better but i just stroker ace was goofy too but it had real drivers in it mm-hmm. you know a lot of the uh like earnhardt was in it kyle petty was in it harry gant was in it i mean it it it, it was in and, and again the outtakes from that if if you get like the the dvd and you get the outtakes the outtakes from any hell needham movie with Burt Reynolds in it were classically funny. I mean, you know, just great stuff. But okay. Um, do you have a particular driver that you grew up idolizing in the sport? Probably Tony Stewart and Jimmy Johnson. And then Kyle Bush there too. Well he's got he's really kind of got drivers. a range there. So all three generations of, you know, yeah. whatever, so like. you have you have you have a a a driver in Jimmy Johnson who is really laid back but drives the wheels off the car. Yeah. And then you had uh, Tony Stewart, who drives the wheels off the car and is anything but laid back. And so <laughs> and I, mean, I forgot the other one you mentioned, Tony Jimmy Carl. Johnson. Oh, J- but um, you had Kyle Busch, who's kind yeah, of in between. Yeah. So <laughs> I kind of admire a trait out of each of them. You know what I mean? Like, what do you admire out of Tony? That he can get in anything and run well in it. And you know, whether it's dirt, cup, whatever. Um, and then Kyle Busch, you know, he's kind of the same way. You know. Um, Runs good and everything he I gets. I really in. want to see him in an Indy car. Yeah, that'd be great. Wouldn't I'd love it? to see him in an Indy car, um, and and Jimmy too, for that matter. Because, uh, but what do you admire about Kyle then? Well, that's what I I just said that he oh. he wheels everything. Okay, so I mean, really, all of them are really good race car drivers. And then Jimmy's obviously the seven time champion. So I mean, you know, um, good points racer and wins a lot of races. Do you think he can win the eighth championship this year? I would know more after, you know, a couple months into the season. See, I, I think he's going to be, he's going to come it's out. It's going to be hard to beat those Toyotas. Well, that's fair. See? That's fair. <laughs> but, but the the new Chevy body, I think, will help. And it's getting rave reviews. I think Jimmy, people, so. I think he's going to come out guns blazing. That He has nothing to lose this year and everything to gain. It's his last year. He doesn't want to go out on a sour note. You know, that's got to be, it's got to be hard as a racer 
to have been at the top for so long and then have a couple of years where you just it's it, it wasn't like and we know he didn't just forget how to drive, but it wasn't like the results kind of trailed off. He fell off the cliff. Mm-hmm. So that's got to be a tough deal. I would imagine that Jimmy is uh, going to be loaded for bear this year. Um, tell us about who helps you make all this stuff happen, because you've had a long list of people I know who've helped you get from where you started in quarters up to where you are now with Venturini. Well, I mean, we could probably go on. We could probably do a whole other segment about well, it. Well, you got about 30 50 minutes. seconds. Yeah, so we'll one. go with uh, Venerini Motorsports, uh, Toyota for all their help, and um, we'll leave it at that for now because that's what we're what we're doing this year. But a lot of people have helped me get to this point as, as for the, the late model ranks and everything else. Can is it has it hit you yet? Kind of where you're at in the sport, or have you are you still kind of walking off the the the, the ground a little bit? Um. I think it hit me when we rolled into Daytona. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would imagine the first time you go out onto the track at Daytona as a driver who knows he's going to run the race there, that that's kind of, you know, the real game now. You know, we're not just testing. We're mm-hmm. actually going to get in and start the event. That's That's got to be pretty amazing. Uh, Ryan will hang around with us here. We've got more of Motorsports Madness presented by MyComputerCareer.edu right after this how to be a great dad in 15 seconds bike ride go fish walk in the park phone call milkshake play catch picnic fly a kite tell jokes laugh talk read a story tell a story bumper car swing set bowling pillow fight cut loose stay tight because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life take time to be a dad today call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov brought to you by the u.s department of health and human services and the ad council Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. 
HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. It's my favorite re-entry. Not because of Cody so much, but because of the blues. Uh, just a big blues fan. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. As we continue and uh, get close to wrapping things up we've got another long segment here to go and some news to talk about first of all eric jones actually uh tested the next gen car at miami or homestead miami uh it was the first time that it had been on a one and a half mile track jones commenting about how big of an aero change it was from the car that um currently running and he said they have a lot of side force in the cars that they run now uh, there's a lot to lean on so when you get loose the car corrects itself and straightens itself out this car and i love this sentence this is my favorite sentence and this car doesn't really have any of that yay we're going in the right direction here um the quarter panels are so short there's no offset in the car it's very symmetrical so there's not a lot to lean on i think a lot of the arrow changes they've done are going to help as far as racing goes as especially in a pack. So again, echoing some of the words that uh, the other two drivers have said, Randy, it looks like this car is trending back toward more mechanical grip and more driver input. And um, that's what we've been missing, in my opinion, for a long time with the the Cup Series especially. Yeah, I think this is the car that every NASCAR fan wants to see because it's all the things that we all talk about being horrible with the current car. And now it looks like we're getting all that back. So, I mean, they're getting good feedback from a lot of the drivers. They still have a lot of tests that they're going to do. They're going to try to do um, some road courses and some short tracks still and try to get a, a good you know, starting base point for, for what they need to do. But basically, they, they take these tests that the drivers do, take the information back to R&D and go, okay, now you know, let's put this information that he gave us into the car and we'll take it to another test and do it again. Right. The next test is after the Fontana race on Monday and Tuesday. It is. So they'll do a, a two-mile track. Yeah, um, and so. the en- other thing that uh, came out of this particular um, test is Eric talking about the sequential shifter versus the h pattern he basically said that uh you can bang right through the gears uh you we did a restart at the end of the day wednesday and it was fun learning about that and how you can push that gearbox really get you excited for the road courses and what it's going to be capable of there so um interesting stuff i mean it all seems to be positive with the newer car um i know obviously ryan you haven't 
uh, gotten to cup yet, but you're obvious you're observing this as a driver mm-hmm. who's climbing the ranks. I mean, when you read about the feedback that Austin and Joey and now Eric have given with this car, does it excite you that maybe this is that when you get to cup this, you're going to have a car that's, that's really more driver oriented than the one that we have now. Well, I think that would be more fun from what I'm hearing. Obviously I haven't driven either one of them, so I don't right. really know to compare, but, um, Anytime you can put it in the hands of the driver, it's more fun just because you'll have closer racing. Yeah. I mean, I, I like a lot of other people, I would like to see the big horsepower motors come back, but that is just not the direction that anything in, in, um, motorsports is going right now, at least, uh, uh, from a stock car standpoint. So, uh, that's probably not going to happen anytime soon, but this definitely was a big a big deal. A couple of other um, news stories that we we got since we did last week's show. Uh, probably the most recent one involves the truck series. Natalie Decker announcing a part-time schedule with Nice Motorsports, and that puts her in the same camp as um, Ty Majeski, who is full-time in the 45 car, replacing mm-hmm. Ross Chastain. Natalie, part-time in the 44. I think we're going to get at least one other part-time announcement um, to kind of pair with her. And you might even have a couple of drivers in that mix, but Natalie coming back to the truck series with a different team after being with uh, DGR. You know, what's cool about uh, these motorsports is the fact that Ross Chastain pretty much turned their entire organization around and everybody wants to drive for that organization now because it's pretty much a, a good stepping stone to get to, you know, Xfinity or even cup. If you want, I mean, look at Ross, he, you know, took over that Nice ride three, four races into the season, changed his transfer points over from the uh, Xfinity to trucks and went out and almost won the championship. So yep. he's done a lot of good things for Nice Motorsports, and it's good to see them taking that on that knowledge and that, uh, that um, you know, availability to those guys and giving opportunities to people who want to move up into the sport. So Yep. Staying with the truck series, Todd Gilliland. Finally, I mean, I was beginning to think that Todd just wasn't going to have anything for right. this year. Nothing was being said. His father's team, D- DGR Crosley, made the transition from Toyota to Ford and announced uh, several drivers involved in that organization. Todd wasn't one of them. Um, well, finally, we know where Todd is going. He's staying in the truck series. Brand new team for the series from Front Row Motorsports. Uh, that still shocks me. Yeah. I mean, I love seeing mm. it, though. John Leonard going to head up the operation there. It's going to be a really good deal, I think, mm. for Todd to come into. He's going to carry his father's old number 38. Uh, so full-time truck opportunity running all the races for Front Row Motorsports, who now begins sort of an alliance with DGR Crosley. And this could get in- interesting in the future to see if it becomes kind of a pipeline sort of thing um, in some sort of way for drivers to move up the ladder. Um, And X front row motorsports driver, David Reagan making an announcement as well. He's going to run the Daytona 500 for um, gosh, I forgot. Uh, I can't think of the name of the premium motorsports. Yeah. yeah he's going to run for premium. Um, so that should be fun. That's a one race deal. I wouldn't be surprised to see David run the super speedway races for, uh, for premium. He, he never said he was retiring altogether. He just said he was retiring from full-time competition. That's the new sort of phrase now 
So it's a, it's a good outward to say, oh, if something comes up, I'll, yeah, I'll definitely I get mean, back in the car. And super speedways are his bag. So that's that's really where he's strongest. So I can see why he would want to do that. Um, and uh, so there's a couple of the news uh, items. Also, uh, Justin Haley announcing uh and um that's going to be a good deal colleague racing going to the cup series for one race at daytona with justin haley aboard um that should be uh, an intriguing situation for justin and we'll see if that turns into maybe a super speedway schedule as well yeah, i tried to get uh some information out of chris earlier but he wouldn't he would I, I i was basically it was asking him so if you guys somehow end up winning the daytona 500 are you going to start a full-time cup team and he wouldn't answer me yeah we also know we talked about some Xfinity news at the top of the show and hadn't gotten to it that Joe Graff Jr. is going to be taking over the wheel. And this one really surprised me, taking over the wheel for Greenlight, SSS Greenlight Racing in the 08 in the Xfinity Series. I, I don't know what, what happened with Greg Alding. Maybe it, was, maybe it was funding or whatever the situation, but um, I thought Gray did an outstanding job in that you, car you got to credit that whole team because he did a lot with nothing. Like yeah. They had no sponsorship yep. for most of the season, and he finished in the top ten, I think, in almost every single race he was in. Yep. So, and they missed a lot of races, too, because of lack of sponsorship. So, I mean, at least Joe's bringing some sponsorship over. So, Yeah, so um, it'll be interesting. Driver, so we'll yeah. see. Yep. A lot, of, uh, a lot of changes, a lot of new faces in different places. Going into this season and still a couple that we don't really know uh, if or where they're going to be. Uh, I assume we'll probably continue to, to see some of those things announced over the course of the next week or so as we get set to go to Daytona. But uh, the driver next to me knows where he's going to be, at least for five shows. You're going to be with Venturini Motorsports. Um, obviously, I know you're looking forward to Daytona. Uh, James, did you want to jump in real quick? Yeah. Uh, go ahead. I know I don't have much of a voice, but something I didn't hear you talk about there that I'm kind of interested to see what you think of is um, the Xfinity cars running the road course in July. Yes, that's right. Thanks what for do you reminding think about me of that. that. Um, I'm actually intrigued. I know a lot of people are saying, well, it's not tradition. We should be on the oval. Well, We should I, be IRP. I was going to say, if I had be, my but... way, we'd be running all of the divisions <laughs> at LORP or whatever it is that, today. But um, I would I would put them all on the short track. But if we're going to run at, at the Brickyard, I don't think it's a bad idea to try the Xfinity cars on the road course. I mean, I think it's um, – I, I think eventually – Roger Penske is going to want to use that road course more than what it's being used now. And it gives you some variation in the weekend because you'll have Xfinity on the road course and then the Cup Series on the oval. Um, I'm kind of intrigued by it. What do you think? I, 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 it seems like the Xfinity Series is running more road courses than IndyCar does right now. <laughs> They've well, got like four or five on their This schedule. would be five. Yeah. yeah so, this would be I, five. I mean, it's, like, it's crazy to think how many road course races they run. But, you know... They they did this whole brickyard thing because they wanted to to put fans in the stands and you know uh, ORP wasn't getting the the crowd that they wanted. Yeah. They kind of outgrew this, the the track, so they brought them over to the brickyard and it just hasn't worked out. So anything they can do to change that mentality and get more people there, hey, I'm all for See, it. I think it'd be fun to put a truck show over at LORP on, on that weekend and and then have the they other should both go back brickyard. That's well, my all time sure. favorite track. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna vouch for that track all day every day. It's uh yeah I mean I I've mm-hmm. been there a couple times. It is uh it's an amazing place, very fast place. Um you know I think it's great. Do you have a you have want to chime in on this? Do you like the Xfinity cars running on the road course? If you were in Xfinity, would you rather run the road course or the oval? 
Uh, I'm not really sure, to be completely honest. I've never driven on either one, but, um, you know, it'll definitely add a change in there that'll be interesting, and we'll probably, um, people will watch it just because it's different. The Xfinity cars put on good shows on the road mm-hmm. courses. They seem to, and it changes it up a little bit. There's guys who can win on a road course um, because it's a different kind of race who maybe necessarily don't have the situation to win right. on the oval. See Jeremy Clemens. Right. Um, and that right. wasn't. I mean, that was a legitimate, he, he was fast. Um, you know, there are guys who can do that. I think it just makes, uh, and I wouldn't be surprised, oh, by the way, to see some different names in that race oh, yeah, now that course. we're running at Indy. Um, I think there'd be a Connor Daly, as mentioned, he would love to run a stock car on that road course. Yeah, the biggest thing I'm concerned about of that whole weekend is the track crew. How well do they turn that track around from oval to road course oh, in I'm, between practices so that everybody gets the amount of time they need on track and everything's safe? That's I'm gonna be sure something they'll I'm have a way of dividing it up. Just so leave it. Let the cup cars to... pump the road cones off into the stands. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, way I, that's the way I would do it. Well. Racers are notorious for being I mean, good rearrangers of furniture. That's Anything true. that's that's there to hit. Indy's just a historic track, so I mean, yeah. a lot of people want to stay on the on the oval because it's historic. But I feel like that's another way to separate Xfinity from Cup. Is yep. you get to run on the good, you know, on the historic course when you get to the Cup level. See, I don't mind the idea of four or five road courses in Xfinity. I'd like to add a couple to the trucks. Oh yeah, I'd like to sure. do two or three in the trucks. We need too. to add a couple more to the Cup Series too. You know, well, I don't know. See, I don't. I I I like the idea that we have some differences in the schedule between the two series. Yeah, that's I true. I like them to have their own identity. I think both Xfinity and Truck became Cup Light and Cup Light Light. Mm-hmm. They they're too much the same tracks, too much the same schedule. So I like the idea that we're we're trying some different things and I, I wouldn't be opposed to, to four or five road courses a year and maybe three in the trucks and leave the cup. You know, you could put one more in there, but you got, you got uh, the two during the year plus the Roval. Um, so you've got three now, if you That's count true. the Roval as a road course. That's true. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a, an interesting deal, but I, I think that uh, Roger Penske is going to, he's going to take some risks right out of the box. I wouldn't be surprised if this year's month of May got pretty pretty interesting with new stuff going on, because he wants the ultimate fan experience at Indy. So anything he can do to achieve that, um, you know, I think he's going to want to do. So I wasn't surprised to see this. And he's even said if the if the people like it, he's not opposed to maybe next year flip-flopping it, putting the Xfinity back on the oval and the cup on the road course or whatever just to change it up. Run them at the same time. Why not? (laughs) Well, that would eliminate any cup guys in the Xfinity. You would have to worry about the crew guys trying to figure out which track to to, do first. Exactly. Okay, we've got uh, more still of Motorsports Madness coming up right after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsport sales professionals. 
Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. I was wondering where he was in this whole... See, somehow Jesse managed to be on the show twice tonight. I don't know how that worked out, but uh, that was pretty sneaky. Uh, Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. This is our final radio segment of the evening we've got uh, tv overtime coming up next we for those who are in our radio radio audience once this show finishes it's kind of like an after show show um kind of thing that uh, we have some time left at the top of the hour by the clock so we just uh, finish it up for our tv audience in charlotte that's kind of how it works we've got after party yes we have ryan repco in the studio with us and uh, it's been fun to have you my friend uh it's been a while since you've been with us uh starting the season off at daytona when do you leave to go down there uh, i'm not sure to be honest probably two days before or so okay mm-hmm. so you got a while yet before you mm-hmm. have to um is it kind of i've got a while and i'm just gonna be like ants in the pants kind of or is, are you just kind of relaxed and hey when i get down there i'll start worrying about it I'm pretty relaxed about it. I know we're going to have a really good car down there because Vinnery's got a really good team. But um, And I've done a lot to prepare for it as far as working out on the physical side and then, um, you know, eating right and then watching old film from it, just trying to figure out, you know, the tendencies of the race and, um, 
know, iRacing and stuff like that, like we talked about earlier. So uh, I'm going to feel prepared going into it. Okay, you got about 20 seconds left. Just real quick, where, again, can our audience find you if they want to follow you? Plug Ryan Repco into anything that you have, and it'll come up. That's <laughs> R-E-P-K-O. Ryan Ripko, uh, and uh, look forward to um, seeing what Ryan can do at Daytona. Happy to have you here. Thanks for being on TV Overtime coming up next. If you're listening to us on the radio, thanks for that. Look forward to seeing you again next week on Motorsports Madness. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a Race Chaser Media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit racechasermedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.